Hello and welcome to today's episode of Footnotes of History. Today's episode is actually going to be a special episode. I know, exactly, yeah. Aren't they uh, all special? Yeah, well, of course, yeah, they're all special, but this is extra special. Um, not only are we here for less time, <laughs> uh, but we are also giving you a quick preview of the, um, of the upcoming film, Peterloo. What is this all about, Dan? Well, Peterloo, it's, uh, I think, probably my third most... Uh, Okay, so it's the film I'm third most looking forward to. Yeah. After um, Outlaw King, which is going to be about Robert the Bruce, and then yeah. a film about American and Scots, and then there's this ah, one, of course, which yeah. is I mean, it's still exciting. I was going to say there's yeah. a heavy Scottish theme going on. Yeah, there, but then bring it to Northern England now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we're getting closer. Yeah, getting closer to to London. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you don't recognise anywhere outside London. But, <laughs> but yeah, so um, different country. Different. Yeah. Well, Peterloo. It's a it's going to be a film about the 19th century, so kind of right within Footnotes of History's comfort yeah, area. Absolutely. Um, it's about the events of August 1819, yeah. where a effectively a crowd of 60,000 to 80,000 demonstrators gathered in Manchester yeah. to protest about things like parliamentary reform, yeah. the economic conditions they were suffering, and then it degenerated into a, a massacre, yeah. effectively, when the crowd were charged by cavalry. Yeah. Um, 15 were killed and around 700 wounded. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a big event during British history. One, I think, is very lesser known, so hopefully yeah. the film will shed some light on it. I think we're going to be talking today a little bit about the events, the trailer that's come out, yeah. and what, what we're hoping to see from the film, what yeah. we think is going to be in it, effectively. Yeah. So kind I, of a review of the trailer, almost. Yeah, I think I think also, we, um, in some ways, we want to get out ahead of the film yeah. to get our get our take on it for get, get our take on it before people saw it in case we could um, because we, we like to we like to um, uh, slightly ruffle the feathers and take a different view to the so should we say the the, the average uh, I suppose you know what the, what the film audience would probably expect on yeah. this particular film yeah and should, should we kick off by just giving a little bit more background on Peter itself I think we did a, yeah, a quick absolutely. overview but I mean do you want to give a bit more yeah, yeah, thing about you know what it was kind of thing and yeah. why people were there yeah so well, obviously the, the the actual event the Peterloo massacre is uh, they're, they're sort of riffing ironically on Waterloo uh, obviously the, which was a, the victory against Napoleon only four years previously um, and it's almost sort of an ironic thing as saying oh look the soldiers have you know they've defeated their own people kind of thing mm. um, at Peterloo and um, so essentially um, it was um, the the I suppose the ar- a wing of the army arrived in order to initially keep in order a protest of around or a demonstration of around 60,000 80,000 people in St Peter's Field in Manchester on the 16th of August 1819 um, this this crowd is obviously made up of uh, local uh, I suppose working class people um, clamouring for reform of the political system um, and led by Henry Hunt mm. a Radical, dynamic, yeah, dynamic political orator and radical, and yeah. uh, I think also head of the Manchester Patriotic Union, just leading the demonstrations mm-hmm. at the time. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like yeah. a, it was like the the demonstrators there, kind of like a, almost like a a crossroads of all issues that are bad. At yeah, the time, exactly. Wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. As you said, they're there for political reform because no one yeah. has a vote effectively, yeah. and also the political system's co- so corrupt yeah. with rotten boroughs and Absolutely. things. But add to this, there's an economic depression going on. A lot of them are either out of work or on incredibly low wages at the time. Yeah. So we're looking at Manchester, we're talking about sort of textile workers, uh, mill workers, uh, people who yeah. see themselves as being quite exploited by yeah. this new industrial sort of yeah. revolution that's starting to sort of sweep the country and, yeah. you know, as they say, make their quality of life worse. Yeah. So they're yeah. there basically to say they've got no money, they've got no food a lot of the time because the Cornwalls, as we spoke about in a previous yeah. episode, are yeah. there raising the price of grain and making yeah. everything a lot more expensive and they've got no say in anything really yeah. so it's all these issues are coming together in one sort of 
moment really in, yeah. this, in this demonstration. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It, it, as as far as what they were there for is concerned, essentially, uh, as with as with many protests, even nowadays, you see a whole variety of different people there. Like you know, you have, for example, nowadays we'd have sort of you know um, uh, trade unions all the way over to like save the whale protesters mm. and sort of anti nuclear kind of people. Whereas in this case, obviously, you've got um, like, as you said, political reform. Uh, corn law reform, which is which I think is actually the main. Well, I mean, economic reform is obviously one of the major issues at this time. Uh, the court. We will go into this in a later episode, I suspect. But the corn laws are basically essential to, uh, or one of the essential items, which is depressing economic conditions at the time. The corn laws essentially um, increased the price of of uh, grain in the UK at the time, uh, making it. Ridiculously expensive for people to buy, hmm. well, relying, relying only on domestic, relying yeah. only on domestic farms. It makes everything more expensive to live. With, yeah, it? It, you, indeed, you have to yeah. pay more for your food, meaning you can't pay much for anything else. Yeah, which has that knock-on effect of textile workers really aren't, you know, hugely in demand because their products aren't hugely in demand. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. food knock-on effect. Yeah, food being the most basic thing. If you increase the price of food, everything else goes out of whack yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, as you said, this is a bit massive protest. Yeah. Uh, to the point where there's around could be oh, up and, to eighty thousand. And, and sorry, just, yeah. just to add to the add to the, the pain, um, we also had in eighteen sixteen the eruption of Mount Tor- um, uh, oh, Tambora yes. and um, the year without summer, which back obviously back in episode four, wasn't it? Uh, indeed, yeah. back in episode uh, I think it was three actually. No, Fra- Creation of Frankenstein yeah. uh, and um, Dracula and um, the vampire, yeah. um, uh, which which had knock on effect throughout the years following. Reducing again harvests and increasing the price of food. Yeah, so more we, people to obviously would be hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah, basically and pissed off. Yeah, uh, and more likely to go to this huge, huge meeting. Indeed, so yeah, yeah, you had eighty up to around eighty thousand people protesting. As Tim said, the sort of local worthies, magistrates, that type of thing, mm. manufacturing classes were a bit getting a bit sort of wary of this big crowd developing. So they were a bit worried that the the sort of law enforcement element that they'd gathered probably couldn't contain them on their own, so they called in the army, they called yeah. in cavalry regiment. Yeah. And you know, they it started off when they when basically arrest warrants were given for were given for Hunt and um, a few of the other leaders. Ring leaders. They ring leaders yeah. head to the end. They said basically yeah, said go into the middle of it and get them basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And start them. So that's what literally what happened. They eventually yeah. just charged in. Yeah. Charged in as you know, this happens as we mentioned in our Robert Peel episode when we were talking about the police force, this yeah. type of massacre element happens yeah. relatively often through the nineteenth century where armed men are sent in to disrupt, stop, or yeah. um, apprehend protesters. Yeah. And this is you know, probably the biggest example of it, yeah. where they... Because there are no police in. yet, are there? No police, as I said. Furnacehistory.com slash 21 to find out when the police were created. Yeah, that's an exciting episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, and you know, this is a kind of seminal moment in British history at the time. Yeah. It was one of the first big events that was covered, not just within its region, but yeah. by newspapers around the UK. So you had... Yeah. Uh, Reports of it appearing in Liverpool, Leeds, and London yeah. pretty soon afterwards. Interestingly, the Manchester Guardian was founded yeah. um, as a result of it, so yeah. and that led on to being the Guardian uh, that we all yeah. know and some of us love um, <laughs> yeah. um, today. today. Yeah, indeed, and yeah. you know, and it and sort of like the event itself kind of has ramifications all the way through to eighteen thirty two yeah. and the the Great Reform yeah. Act, which which, is, which actually did kind of sort of yeah some, something towards political reform yeah. i was going to say uh, none of the people who were in the protest presumably got <laughs> yeah, the vote in the to, but still but some um, people did. they had to wait quite a lot i think probably, they had to wait almost a hundred years yeah. for them to get the presumably vote, some of the people killing them probably did that. yeah 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 um yeah, yeah. twist of fate 
Um, and and, uh, and and obviously the reaction by the authorities was just one of like, oh no, no, basically put your fingers in your ears and just scream la la la. Yeah, and then also put your crack down. sword in somebody yeah, else. Exactly, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they had the six, I mean, we won't go into too much detail, but they had the six acts which were basically, uh, which were passed by the government, which were sort of, uh, repression of assemblies and uh, basically coming down hard on any kind of yeah. It's kind of yeah. Let's stop this thing from happening again, not by changing Anything. what they were protesting about, but stopping them from protesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so that was the that was the event in a nutshell. Yeah. People want reform. I think, uh, I think, I think also the reason why the reason why I think in this film they're going to make a big big deal about it is because it's seen as the aristocracy basically just murdering mm. working classes. Yeah. So which we'll, is, we'll we'll come on to that yeah, a bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, that that's the event in a nutshell. Yeah. The film itself. Directed by Mike Lee, who he's um, yeah, kind man. of yeah, he's well known for as I think Tim mentioned his gritty kind of yeah. gritty urban dramas. They call it kitchen sink drama. That's kitchen yeah. sink dramas. Yeah, and he's, he's done a few period dramas well, like Mr. Turner yeah. and Vera Drake. Yeah. So he has kind of form on the period side, but <laughs> he also has form on the on the on the the grittiness as well, which yeah. will come in handy. Um, so he's directing it. Uh, starring one of my favorite actresses, Maxine Peake, oh, really? who is in things like uh, The Village, Silk, Hollow Crown. And uh, the Devil's Whore, which is okay. very good. All of them. Yeah. Uh, also, Rory Kinnear, who people will probably notice from James, the latest three Bond films, oh, playing yeah, M's yeah. assistant. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. And also things like Penny Dreadful and The Casual Vacancy, and also he's going to be in the new Brexit film that Channel Four are doing. <laughs> um, so he's yeah. playing he's playing Henry Hunt, the sort of radical leader. Yeah. Um, and so he's got quite a big, quite a good few cast members in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well known director. It's going to be shown. How it's premiered at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah. Soon. And also it's going to be premiered in the UK in Manchester. Yeah. Of um, and it's going to be out on general release on the 2nd of November in the UK and yeah. the 9th of November in the US. So it's yeah. coming up soon. Um, so that's kind of it. The film itself, I think it's probably a good cho- chance to actually talk about what we think is going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. lead on to what we hope is going to be in it. So um, what do you think? Did, did you, you want to do? I mean, because we, what we did have was, uh, I don't know if we wanted to discuss the actual trailer, which presumably people can watch. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I was going to do from yeah, the yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure, trailer. Yeah. We'd, I think I'm going to put it on the website, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Put it on the, put it on the webpage. Yeah. Hopefully that won't infringe any kind of laws. But yeah, I go think on. so. But as long as you say trader courtesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think maybe... It's a claim that it's my own joke. If, yeah. if I do that, <laughs> <laughs> I even put it a history film coming soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can contribute on our... <laughs> a crowdfunder. Film. Yeah, crowdfunder. Yeah. Yeah. These are also like Simon's... The alternative Peter Lowe. Yeah. Oh, which we'll come to in the yeah. soon so okay. okay. Now I think it's probably a good time to talk about what we think will appear in yeah, it. Yeah. So do you want to have a... Bash at that okay. first, yeah. Well, I, I know, obviously the massacre's going to be in it. There'll be lots yeah. of... Uh, well, I, to be honest, knowing what Mike Lee's films are like, I suspect it will be... I mean, it won't be straight up, obviously. It, I'm struggling to think whether he'll have on-screen violence. As in, as in literally... But anyway, yeah, there'll be scenes of the massacre. Mm. Almost certainly. Lots of people being very upset by things. Uh, and I suspect as well, because this is a running theme throughout the film, and we've also seen it in the trailer... Um, a lot of uh, sort of soldiers coming back from the front and being yeah. sort of very uh, being unemployed essentially and not really knowing what to do mm. this is obviously quite this is sort of a running theme although as I said earlier I'm not sure what the economics of this the truth of the economics of that situation would be um, you know it's, it's, a, it's a sort of classic theme you, in the trailer you've got that guy walking through the uh, the square and it's raining and he's still wearing his uniform mm. because it's one of the only things he actually owns yeah. uh, which is quite a sort of uh, weird um, well, it's not like concept. nowadays, isn't it? Like, you, it's not like you get to keep you get a lot yeah. when you keep your silly stuff in it, and then yeah. when you go out, you put that on. It's like literally, you join the yeah. army, you exactly, have yeah. one bag to carry stuff in, so yeah. you can't just put your civilian uniform. You have to keep your extra yeah. shirts in for your parade stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what you've got when you leave. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much. And then, um, 
uh, I think I think you know, and it sort of reminded me actually of in of in episode twenty one when we talked about the police. Police aren't allowed to take them. Like, they're not allowed to take bribes. Obviously, mm. they're not allowed to have meals with people because a meal is like so. Well, it could be. It could. Well, it's not yeah. like, It could be seen as a bribe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, so that that will be almost certainly in there. I suspect mm. there will be quite a lot of you know, um, and as we saw in the trailer, uh, there's a sort of a clash between what's happening for the poor and what's happening for the rich. I suppose yeah, there's the the, those. The rich. Yeah. Yeah. The. the um, uh, I think there are some hussars in there. I believe. I think. Yes. Yeah, well, they look like you know, they look like high-ranking cavalry, cavalry officer, people, yeah. uh, cavalry officers with like sort of um, sort of glamorous uniforms, basically, yeah. and they're sort of raising a beer and stuff. There's yeah. obviously someone watching them and is completely destitute, mm. essentially. And then you've got the, um, as I said, the guy walking through the square, just yeah. raining and everything's really. I think that that guy yeah. could actually be quite a key character in it. Because I feel okay. like maybe the film might be part of one strand. Yeah. Could be his journey. Like, yes, yeah. we see him walking across some field at the start with a bugle, looking quite, you know, desolate. So I think that could be like yeah. him coming back and then slow. Potentially, it will start in 1815 and show yeah. his kind of like journey through, through, Peter. through like to Peterloo almost. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, seeing like from Waterloo to Peterloo. I think that could be. I think well, I think that could be the film. Like he's like reminiscing of some sort of you see certain films of. Nowadays, people being shown coming back from the front, yeah. or you know, other films. This could be yeah. him coming from the front, trying to find work, yeah. not finding work, yeah. falling in, following people like Henry Hunt and becoming yeah. more radical, and then yeah. it all culminating at Peterloo with him potentially being killed or something like that. So that could be one strand of the film potentially. You know, yeah. the you know soldiers basically being betrayed by yeah. the working, you know, yeah. the manufacturing classes by not actually employing them after they fought for yeah. the country or something like that. Or well, well, I think um, I mean as I said, the corn the corn laws obviously play a significant role in this, don't they? But um, mm. I would also say it's quite quite weird. I mean, obviously the film is going to cover quite a wide period in that case because obviously Potentially. 1815 is when the war ends and it's 1819, four years later, yeah. when, uh, when the massacre occurs and the guy's still wearing his uniform in the film. So, well, I think what we're seeing there is potentially yeah. early stage. Like yeah. they, maybe he, he happens on a, yeah. a demonstration that Hunt's still speaking at there oh, and then, yeah. you know, then later it goes through and shows his life or something yeah. like that and then he probably won't be wearing his uniform piece otherwise. Yeah, he's worn a very last, long-lasting uniform. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, he's wearing his uniform because, in some ways, it's the only clothes he has. Yeah. Anyway, so why not wear it? I guess if you've got like, you know, three suits or whatever, then you wear you know, three sets of clothes rather than you would probably wear mm. one of them at least most of the time. Even if yeah. it's a military uniform, but um, it's probably quite well made by compare. Well. No, just I was I didn't confused. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Essentially, you know, you got so so you got. You're so destitute that you don't have any other clothes. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was agreeing. Oh, fine. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> um, anyway, um, and, and then and then um, I don't know if you wanted to say what you thought would be in the film. Well, yeah. One thing I'm quite intrigued by is the. I think there's going to be a quite a big sense of sort of realism in it because yeah. when we watch a period drama now, we kind of think you know we're watching it and we're like oh yeah, these peasants look quite well fed almost, <laughs> um, but like. Yeah. I saw one that one, one, one news story. One news story which quite amused me was that the casting call for extras uh, was directed at uh, miserable and downtrodden people. <laughs> so that is literally the words they had yeah. were um, they were looking for people who were tired, overworked, and had lived quite frankly a hard life and felt a bit hard done by. So that's the people, the sort of element they were looking for is like people who generally looked like they were ill yeah. or downtrodden. So I'm thinking that maybe this might be give us more of a sense like more of a sense of what conditions were like yeah rather than just you know it might take to be a bit more real almost feel a bit more real yeah you know yeah. from watching 
Uh, a few Christmas ago, uh, when I went home to my parents, we did try and watch Mr. Turner. But yeah. there, was, there was a bit of a, 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 an uprising about 20 minutes right. in when people, when people didn't want to watch it. And like, Although just that 20 minutes showed that it was there were various skin ailments and sort of yeah. downtrodden people already. And that was yeah. obviously another um, Mike Lee film, yeah. which had a heavy hand on realism. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. he'll carry it through to this and show us yeah. what condition, not sort of, not uh, sorry, prettify conditions. For no, it's not, yeah. not going to be like a Downton type yeah. showing of history where we've yeah. seen it. Sort of the jolly landlord with his you know, yeah. happy that are happy to serve him. It's quite unusual though for it to be for it to be a rosy picture. Of, I mean, I, I think it's almost. I can't think of another. I mean, Downton Abbey is quite a good example actually, but I can't think. I mean, that's still nineteen twenty. It's not his twentieth century. Yeah, yeah nineteen ten. But um, I, I've struggled to think of a film where you think, oh, all the all the. Well, no, I'm not saying that. But saying like, even when you look at them, the even when you look at them, yeah. they look like modern people in I see, yeah. in period costume okay, I mean, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. suspend disbelief yeah. I'm saying, but I think it will be easier to spend, suspend disbelief into yeah, this where I he see, has yeah, yeah. specifically gone looking for people yeah. who are downtrodden and yeah. ill looking um, to yeah. sort of hammer home that sort of message about the conditions of workers yeah. at yeah, the time yeah. you know, yeah. if you look at something like North and South perhaps which is a really good I really enjoy BBC period drama um, about industrial conditions in in the 19th century yeah. on Netflix yeah. um, again it's, it's good but obviously when you look at it you are you know, a lot of the um, workers look rather well fed yeah. to be, you know, workers of the time. So, so you know, obviously it's yeah. not a criticism of it because they're yeah. working with what they've got, and it, it's a good, it's a good program. But I feel this yeah. is going to go to another, another no, no. level of sort of realism, yeah. uh, which yeah, I'm no, quite looking forward to. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and, and on the other, and which sort of brings me actually quite, quite, quite smoothly into the next point, which obviously mm. well, you want we're going to see a lot of. Um, sorry, no, 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 no I was just oh, going to yeah. more riffs on more the, on the theme of what we think will be in there. Okay. Um, is the is the contrast between that image of the the poor and the the the, the, the oppressed, I suppose, or yeah. the working classes, and um, what I assume in the trailer is King George or uh, not King George, um, the Prince Regent, mm. who is King George the Fourth, um, eventually, um, who is basically morbidly obese and just a, just a you know spends a load of money and you know the classic sort of yeah. I think he was like he was basically hated. just hated yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. everything you could think of as being a poor yeah. example of the monarchy is him yeah. basically so can, I think it's the worst example the royal, of the king yeah you can see yeah. him doing the royal wave in his, in his carriage um, so I assume that's I assume that's him and there'll be some some there'll be sort of a contrast between sort of his his situation and their situation yeah which, which I think I think that's well. I think that's definitely going to happen I think yeah. one thing that also I was quite intrigued by in the trailer is they Use the phrase uh, well, basically, you are the you are the many and they are the few, which yeah. is obviously very Corbynist. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah, for the many, not yeah. the few, is what his the, the yeah. manifesto was yeah. called last time around. This that is a phrase they've used again yeah. and again. So I think it's definitely going to try and tie it into yeah. our times. So that makes sense by showing this this yeah. contrast between the few and then the many yeah. who are downtrodden, the few who have everything. Do, do you feel do you feel uh, do you feel that there is there is a danger of them? Doing the classic history thing where they impose our feelings our of the past, yeah. yeah, exactly on the past. Yeah, I think there's. A huge, I think almost uh, certainly. Uh, just looking, I mean, yeah. I mean, looking at obviously trailers aren't going to be like an exact record of what's going to be yeah. in the film. But I think just that line yeah. makes me a little bit concerned about exactly where yeah. it's going to go. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it's setting its stall out quite heavily. Yeah, it, obviously, in, in complete fairness, in, no, in, in, in they're, fairness, they're right in that situation. Yeah. They're they're completely, you know, completely justifiably. Yeah. And I think the, well, yeah. I mean, the main danger may be more people taking. The film <laughs> taking and a saying, lesson from it, is it you know, yeah, drawing yeah. the film yeah. and then saying this shows our fractured society nowadays. Yeah. When yeah, you know, obviously bad practices still happen, but yeah. it's not 
we aren't living in literally in the 19th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost certainly not literally. But I feel like, obviously, Guardian are going to go run heavily on this because it was, you know... It's all about them. It's about... It's it's from what they've... It's what they... Anyway, I say this as a Guardian reader. I read it every day. But, um, yeah, it's... I feel like they will go heavily on this element of it, understandably. And I feel like... I would be surprised if it wasn't mentioned in Parliament at some point um, by at least one Labour MP, oh, really? if yeah. not more, yeah. um, as a sort of holding a mirror up to our fractious yeah, society yeah, yeah. type does, of thing. Does the Prime Minister yeah, agree exactly, that yeah. Ken Loach leaves Because I think it was, it was, there was, there was Ken, Loach, who, Ken Loach, who, as we were discussing earlier, I thought directed this film, but it was actually Mike Lee. Yeah. Ken Loach directed I Am Daniel Blake recently. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously it's about nowadays, but that was mentioned quite a lot in Parliament. Yeah, and yeah. there was a... Um, Jeremy Corbyn was haranguing the Prime Minister saying that yeah. she should watch it yeah. kind of thing um, so I feel like we could have a similar situation here yeah absolutely I mean I think it's increasingly a trend for M- for MPs and politicians uh, to use uh... <laughs> sorry I'm just being sarcastic to use films as their research um, but we yeah. do know There's that classic moment when David Cameron was giving yeah. evidence to a committee and he's like well I was on TV police use uh, communications data to find suspects all the time I was like yes that's design policy based on what people on television do yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's, that's, yeah design policy based on entertainment yeah, yeah. it probably would be. yeah yeah classic yeah. Yeah. although, although um, um, I was going to say um, in my own experience Hunted is a, a pretty haunting uh uh, other flip yeah. side hunted to that, to that same I do, I do like Hunter. Yeah. I do yeah. like Hunter. Um, but anyway, how irritating the Hunters are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think they do that I find that that's that's pretty. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's Interesting. Move on. <laughs> Did you see the last episode of the last series? I think so. Uh, it was really good. There was one of the places we stayed in was actually. Was that the guys from Made in Chelsea? No, no that, was, that was a special. Oh, okay. yeah, but there, one, there was an episode where they featured a hotel we'd stayed like uh, me and my girlfriend some of my friends had stayed nice. in, and some of the people who actually hosted us there were in it oh really helping the helping the people escape unbelievable yeah it's like so you were consorting with traitors exactly traitors of the crown <laughs> enemies of the state basically modern day Henry Hunt yeah exactly <laughs> uh, hopefully they won't get massacred but anyway yeah so so um, uh, did you want to oh, so yeah I had a couple of things that were literally in the trailer which I just yeah, yeah, quickly, yeah. quickly pass over uh, so so um, one of them was the there's a there's a, there's a uh, uh, like a a clip, like a, a tiny moment or a fraction of a second, where you can see a soldier who is who is standing up straight with his rifle pointing upwards, and the rifle goes off by accident. Mm. And I think this is actually this is actually a really good insight into sometimes how all these riots and revolutions and things kick off. Is completely by accident. Some soldier who's nervous, the weapon just goes off, and everyone yeah. just assumes that they're opening fire. Um, so everybody else is obviously right on edge, and then that moment pushes them all over the edge, and that. The, the, yeah, the soldiers start firing and then the, the, the people yeah. are like just it's rising. like all the, all the tensions built yeah. up and that's the, that's exactly. the, the flash, yeah. literal flashpoint that it, like, kicks exactly. it all off yeah so if, so if that is actually is that, if, if that is what I think it is then that, that's a really interesting insight and mm. quite a do you think quite that, historical insight do you think that's uh, actually the Peace Blue Massacre because I was questioning whether that's not going to maybe that could moment. be like an earlier early yeah, yeah, no, demonstration be, yeah. that's quite, yeah, yeah. I was just intrigued by when I was watching that bit yeah. um, maybe showing the time the, yeah. the, you know, the tension of the time it definitely right. makes sense because I think the Peace Blue Massacre was cavalry as well yeah I think so, so, yeah. so yeah that makes sense yeah. um, uh, also Liberty or Death What's your, what's your opinion of that? I was I was a bit surprised when I heard it. Yeah. I don't haven't done a huge amount of research into the period. Yeah. Obviously, our main episode is coming up later. Yeah. But I was quite surprised by them shouting. It, I have to say, it yeah. doesn't sound. It sounds like it's been taken from sort of like an American Revolution, French <laughs> Revolution thing, yeah. and grafted onto the situation yeah. almost. Which yeah. obviously it could happen because they were within living memory, so it yeah. could well have been used by radicals at the time. But it yeah. just didn't sound like it fitted hugely into the situation. I felt like they'd have shouted other things. 
first. But yeah. I mean, it's catchier to sound that rather than down with the corn laws, I feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, like, or like re- representation of not just yeah. of, of not just 10 people yeah. um, for all of us kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I feel, it felt like it was a modern, yeah, as you're saying, a modern sensibility grafted onto yeah, a thing. Onto it felt one. like, yeah. It, yeah. you know, again, you know, it's, it's obviously we're expecting artistic license in it yeah. and it very well could be historically accurate. But to me, it just felt like a little bit... Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. It, it, I mean, what, what, what? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to understand what liberty they're calling for. Political. I mean, put. I mean, yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see how political representation could be equated with. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, uh, although as as you mentioned with the um, with the expression afterwards, I think you you are right that there is a feeling of the French Revolution about the whole thing. The mm-hmm. English authorities obviously very fearful of another revolution in England. Thus, uh, th- yeah, therefore, crackdown. Uh, so maybe, maybe it is a maybe it is a riff on yeah. the French Revolutionary sort of chant. Um, do you want to move on to what you think, what you would like to see in the film? Yeah, or I think I mean yeah, I think I've yeah. mainly covered it with the sort of like the, okay, the, the, right, the extreme sure. accuracy of this, of like yeah, the yeah, point yeah, of like yeah. just showing yeah. how horrific it would have like the past was almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't just a, a walk in the park kind of thing. Yeah. This is literally yeah grindingly poor and yeah, I, would, yeah, I would quite yeah, yeah I, I would quite like, like to see savage poverty. just yeah I would, I would quite like to see that sort of like the social element of it that we don't you know when we look at period dramas we generally see the wealthier aspect of them yeah. quite heavily yeah. or potentially some sort of war going mm. on we don't generally see the what it was like for the everyday person so I'm hoping we see a bit more of that sort of you know yeah. how the factories worked yeah, um, yeah. or didn't and you know the, the how people were living at the time I think that would be quite good to see you know yeah. I think we do see quite a lot of it and you know you're giving Ken Lynch's Ken Lynch, I don't think. Yeah, Mike Lee. Yeah, Mike yeah. Lee. They're just into so much. Yeah, they're so, yeah. Yeah, Mike Lee's previous, yeah, yeah, Mike Lee's previous work as a saying sort of kinship thing. Yeah. I think it's probably we'll see it. So yeah. I we will do. Who will carry that on to? Yeah. The past. Kind of. I was going to say about interesting what you said about how they worked. I, I, in some of the pictures, I was surprised at how immense the mills were. Mm. But then I suppose that's that's. Yeah, I think it's one of the things you yeah. don't really think about, do you? Until because yeah. we don't have that on a similar scale anymore, yeah, do we? We just don't really yeah. think about it, and especially with it being. Yeah. What do you mean? Your brother works in a mill. <laughs> yeah, in a converted mill. Yeah, okay. Fine. For a media agency. <laughs> <laughs> it's now just huge amounts of hot desks, I imagine, in there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it could same, be an unfair slight on, write in Matthew and tell us, do you hot desk at your work? Or yeah, what? exactly, yeah. Or do you have looms there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Spinning a jennies secret. or that do you, do you remember, um, do you remember, the, um, okay, this is going completely off topic, but you know the Wanted, the, uh, sorry, it's just called Wanted, isn't it? The film. Yeah. As we were discussing earlier. I think they have a loom in that, don't they? Which is like the... I can't remember. If I, I yeah, watched it at uni when I was probably no, no, drunk. But it's like, but it's like the, the people they have to assassinate are coming through on the loom. Oh, wow. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absurd. Like the gods of the gods of um, Luddite's past or something <laughs> bizarre. Anyway. Um, Ned Ludd himself. So, did, did you... <laughs> did you say Lord Ludd? Ned, oh, Ned Ludd. I think oh, he was like the Lord. semi-mythical leader, wasn't he? Or something was like he? That. They, they were like... They were, they, he was the... Or the King Lud, either King Ludd or Ned Ludd was this mythical leader of the Luddites that yeah. people, they were scared he was just this revolutionary figure that was going to like really? swell the north and the moors and they yeah. were going to sweep down on the industrial classes led by him this burning sort of injustice we never really existed no but a little bit like Britannia or basically yeah like Britannia. the anti-Britannia yeah like a Jumanji do you say Jumanji the sort of personified uh, version yeah, of, yeah, a, yeah. of an emotion yeah. or whatever. Um, I, I was going to say what, what did, I mean, did you want to know? Did, did you want to know what I thought I should be in yes, the film? Yes, I heard some these, and they're good. I feel like they <laughs> they are <laughs> they're good, almost like they should be in there. But I think they also all deserve yeah. their own film. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah, the old Peter Lou. <laughs> um, 
It, yeah, so, so what I would like to see is, so obviously as we've discussed, we've discussed all these, all these aspects of, of real life which are going on, but I, I, would be, I would be interested to see whether they go into the nitty-gritty behind-the-scenes elements, such as um, uh, vociferous debates in Parliament between uh, people like David Ricardo and Lord Liverpool about free trade and the Corn Laws. I imagine that would be exciting this theater is just for everybody. Nail-biting. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and and then and then maybe um, uh, some cutaway pics of the of the cabinet in the in um, in the equivalent of the Cobra rooms, um, <laughs> talking about the possibilities of a revolution in Manchester. And We've had these three-day-old reports of a riot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Assemble yeah, the cabinet exactly. quickly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So something like back that. from their port and fire signs. Yeah. <laughs> Leave action now. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and, and so that would be that be that be really realistic, and then um, <laughs> uh, and then potentially uh, and then and then this is this is really pushing it, but I, I think this would be, be this would be this would be the coup de grace of the yeah. whole film is that um, there will be there will be in depth reporting by by uh, various various sources of the speculative bubble which has emerged in the milling industries during the war, which is now collapsing thanks to the return to the gold standard. Ah. I, yeah, I feel that would make riveting. <laughs> <laughs> I, if, if Mike Lee hasn't put that in, yeah, I don't know uh, why. Yeah. I would I mean, be very disappointed if it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any closing words that you want well, to? I'm just, I'm just mulling over the fact that I think <laughs> Footnote History has got their own film that we need to pitch to yeah, producers and start to say that you know, you know, forget Peterloo and people being massacred. We need scenes of intense <laughs> camera debate and then some really intricate yeah. economic well, discussion. This, this, is, this, is where, this is where it could uh, dovetail really neatly with Sophia because we have pictures of Robert Peel <laughs> looking over the evidence that's been submitted to the Bullion Committee. That's true. I think, you know, I think this shouldn't just be a film, it should be like a, an eight-part mini-series. Yeah. <laughs> just of Robert Peel sat in a room yeah. considering evidence, and then Absolutely. at the very end he says, let's go back on. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. that, then it just ends, and like, yeah. cliffhanger ending. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. cliffhanger ending, which potentially we could have... In the in uh, or or how about this? How about this? It cuts to darkness, and then in in the silence afterwards, you hear the screams of the people at Peterloo. <laughs> and just sort of water, Peterloo, rather. Yeah, all because of Robert Peel. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. Well, yeah. I, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to argue about that now. But yeah, yeah, next episode. Yeah, but I think so, I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think again, we should call up some producers and pitch this to them. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's all you know, long form miniseries about yeah. nothing happening. They, they've put, they've, 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 you know, we've had wood fires burning for two hours on Danish TV. Actually, they went longer, didn't they? Really? And they yeah, they, they had like a, it was a program on, I think Denmark. Yeah. They were for ages. It was just a log fire burning, and that was the whole thing. And then they had things about a bus going through the Yorkshire countryside, and no, nothing else happening. Um, and they've had sort of scenes of life at a monastery as well. So I mean, this could be the next thing, sort of bullying yeah. committee. Yeah. In, de- in depth kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, in depth. Elderly white men talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. For I mean, hours. Yeah. <laughs> About gold. Yeah. yeah. No, I, th- I think that's, yeah. I mean, I it sounds that's... a bit like my work, but I mean, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure that would be more fun, more fun to watch than. I think, it's, I think it's in the can. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's, it's yeah. a slam dunk, as yeah, I yeah, say, yeah, in the industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Game of Thrones is ending soon. HBO, I'm sure, would be interested yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, HBO, well, if you give it to HBO, then it'll be, yeah, it'll be. They ruin it, wouldn't stunning. they? No, no, I think it'd be okay. a stunning series. I thought you were worried about too much violence it, and stuff. They would make it exciting. I think we've gone on long enough on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we've gone literally off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe maybe we should close the episode there. Yeah. So um, yeah, Peterloo, the film coming out second of November in the UK, yeah. 9th of November in the US. Trailers online. We'll put it on our website. Yeah. Um slash twenty two. There you go for the episode. Um, and let us know what you think is going to be in it, what you hope is going to be in it. Yeah. And we'll be back with, a, with an episode about 
the history of Peterloo. Yeah. And also warn about our feelings about the film when we've actually seen it. So look out for those in the future. Indeed. And remember to uh, subscribe on iTunes as well. And also uh, feel free to leave us a review. Yes. A good Prefer- one. Preferably a gold yeah, standard review. And, oh, he's done that nice. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Which anyway. is a nice one would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Footnotes of History. For more episodes, visit footnotesofhistory.com. And while you're there, why not sign up to become a historical legionnaire? where you have access to our blog, one-page cheat sheet downloads, film and book reviews, and up-to-the-minute updates on every episode release. Thanks for listening.